The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The State Board of Elections finished certifying Virginia's 2021 results yesterday. Republicans are officially victorious in statewide seats, but as Patrick Larson reports, their new majority in the House of Delegates could be challenged with recounts. According to the now official vote counts, two Democrats in Hampton Roads races trail their opponents by less than half a percent each. That means they can petition for a state-funded recount. Those include incumbent Alex Askew falling behind Republican Karen Greenhall in District 85, and Martha Mugler is in the same boat with Republican A.C. Cordoza in District 91. Elections Commissioner Chris Piper, speaking to the board, chalked the close races up to high voter turnout. We have another election to point to where we say every single vote absolutely matters. Post-election, Republicans hold a 52-seat majority in the House. That could be threatened if Mugler and Askew's campaigns request a second look. Losing campaigns have 10 days to petition for a recount. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Democrats and Republicans in Virginia's House of Delegates elected their caucus leaders over the weekend. House Republicans unanimously chose Delegate Todd Gilbert to serve as House Speaker. Gilbert served as the House Minority Leader for the past two years. Delegate Eileen Fillercorn was selected as House Democrats' leader and Delegate Charnel Herring as the caucus chair. In Prince George County, R.W. Vargo won the race for sheriff by six votes. That result was certified by the Board of Elections, but the county registrar's office confirmed it's going to recount. Contender Paul W. Burroughs requested another look from state courts and election officials. Since the margin is so close, Burroughs' campaign won't have to pay any fees. That's the state's responsibility. Elections Commissioner Chris Piper told state board members the race shows that every vote counts. Capitol Police are investigating a racist voicemail left at the office of Democratic Delegate Rosalind Tyler. The anonymous message was left shortly before Tyler, who is black, lost her bid for re-election in Southside, Virginia. The caller questioned the intelligence of black people and made a number of other racist attacks. Daquan Love is director of the Virginia NAACP, He says the message shows racism is still a problem in Virginia. Unfortunately, we can't legislate people's minds and their hearts, which is why, unfortunately, racism and bigotry and hatred persist here in the Commonwealth of Virginia, despite the reforms and the changes that we have sought to make. A spokesperson for Capitol Police declined to comment on the case beyond confirming it is under investigation. A new report tracks the 400-year history of racist policies in Northern Virginia and how they've shaped 15 census tracts that lag behind in health, wealth, and opportunity. Margaret Barthel from our partner station WAMU has more. One thing the report traces is the displacement of black neighborhoods in Arlington. After the Civil War, black residents settled in Freedman's Village on land that is now Arlington National Cemetery, only to have the government shut the place down at the turn of the century. 
Many relocated to new neighborhoods further south, but they weren't allowed to stay long, according to Dr. Stephen Wolf, the Virginia Commonwealth University professor who authored the report. In 1942, the federal government invoked eminent domain to basically move those people out and build the Pentagon and and these highways. Gentrification continues to displace Black Arlingtonians. But Wolf says studying this grim history has a purpose. What we basically show is that past policies got us to this place, and that makes us optimistic that current policies can create a more inclusive future. The report makes recommendations to chip away at disparities between Black and white Northern Virginians, including inclusionary zoning, police reform, and creating more diverse schools. I'm Margaret Barthel. Virginia is expanding toll relief for low-income drivers who use the tunnels between Norfolk and Portsmouth. Ryan Murphy from partner station WHRV has more. Governor Ralph Northam announced the changes standing in front of the Portsmouth side of the downtown tunnel. We all know that tolls can add up especially when you don't have a lot of money. The rebate program, which started in 2016, is aimed at helping those who need it most. The program will no longer require a minimum number of trips. That'll double the number of people eligible for discounts. To participate, you've just got to be a Norfolk or Portsmouth resident making less than $30,000 a year. Those who qualify will be eligible for higher rebates than before, now effectively paying half-price tolls. Northam said that could add up to around $650 in annual savings for those who get the rebates. That was Ryan Murphy reporting. To apply for toll relief, visit v.tollrelief.com. Prince George County Administrator Percy Ashcraft is resigning from the position he's held since 2011. According to the Progress Index, he's leaving to take a similar post with King William County. County officials say the Board of Supervisors will hold a special closed session Wednesday night to decide on Ashcraft's interim replacement, and they'll start the process to find someone to permanently take the job. Ashcraft's last day in Prince George will be December 3rd. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. This newscast was recorded on Monday, November 15th, 2021 at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> 